Hello, and welcome to another episode of KMM's Mobility Matters podcast. I am your host, Arlene Holt, and today I am joined by my fellow hosts and co-workers, Chris Ganda, our Safe Routes to School coordinator, and Christina Fowler, our marketing manager. Hi, guys. Hey, Arlene. Hey, Arlene. Hey, Chris. Hey, Christina. So on today's episode, we just want to take a little time to talk about our plans for the upcoming days and weeks ahead. We have a lot of projects planned and we'd like to let everyone know what's going on. With that said, let's hand it over to Chris and he can start us off by talking about what's going on with Safe Routes to School. Hey everyone again. So uh, Safe Routes to School is up to a few exciting things for the upcoming months. So uh, firstly, we just finished doing our recognition program nominations. So all the great things that the communities have been working on with through the Safe Routes to School program to promote walking and biking to school and active transportation. Uh, we keep a tally of all those types of activities and events, and then we nominate uh, those communities and schools for the Safe Routes Recognition Program. Uh, so I just completed a few of the nominations last week, and we're proud of the work that we've done in those schools. Um, so we can't wait to present them with those awards at the annual membership meeting in May. I've also been uh, visiting Newview Academy in uh, Piscataway, New Jersey, to do bicycle and pedestrian safety presentations. But what's interesting is that we're going to be doing things on bikes in their gym classes. So their uh, phys ed teacher, Mr. Kyle Thompson, has been coordinating with me and letting me know what we can do with the kids. And it's been great so far. Uh, we've had a lot of interesting questions and a lot of insight about being safe when uh, families are walking around. Now they're not from one single community. They're from all over uh, New Jersey and all over Middlesex County. And the school, uh, what's interesting about it is that it serves students with disabilities. And those could be um, things like learning disabilities to anxiety. Uh, so it's been really great working with them and seeing where they're at and seeing uh, what their thoughts are on walking and biking in their communities so far. And uh, we'll be bringing bikes to the schools. And I'm so happy to have uh, secured some bike donations for us to use for some education at that school throughout the spring. And then once the school is done with them, because the students are coming from all over, they can't bring their bikes to school, but they all have bikes at home. But once they're done with the bikes, we'll be able to forward those bikes to our friends at Girls in Gear. Uh, so we're happy to, to present them with that donation from our friends at uh, the Plainfield Dairy Queen. Now they have oh, a bike wow. give they have a bike giveaway uh, a few times a year, and uh, from my work with Safe Routes to School in, in other parts of the state, uh, you know I got to know Rich Demare and his wife uh, Donna Albanese, and they're all about giving back to the community. So I knew that when I needed bikes, they were one of the first people I would reach out to to see if uh, they'd be able to donate bicycles for me to use in our education programs and for us to uh, further give those out to to kids who may need them or to uh, organizations that may need them in our service area. And they were more than happy to, um, to to be able to do that. And Rich said that the total amount of bikes that he's he and his friends have fixed for Plainfield residents and, and those in the area who need bicycles is up to a total of over 4,000 bikes now. So wow. he's been doing some amazing work and we're happy to, to include his work in ours. And we're happy to, to receive those bikes and to be able to give them out to uh, folks in the community as well. They have a so, really great program over there for uh, bike donations. So that's really great to hear. They do. And, and I can't believe that number, 4,000. Yeah, that's uh, remarkable. And that incredible. That's one of the bigger things we're working on. And um, I've enjoyed our work at Newview, and I'm happy to include other 
local partners who would like to to give back in in the surrounding areas. So uh, if anyone listening, if they have any bikes to donate, we will gladly uh, take those, get them fixed up and get them ready to to be in the surrounding areas. Uh, Let's see, other than that, we are working on our bookmark contest and it's looking uh, like our theme is targeting uh, families being active together. So that could be walking to school or biking to school or walking or biking anywhere or doing other activities that would be great for them to, to help stay healthy in the community. And we have a wonderful sponsor who sponsors that every year. A shout out to our folks at Provident Bank. Uh, so we'll be uh, opening our bookmark contests for entries uh, probably within the next week or two. So everyone look out for that. Uh, we'll be sending out notifications and you'll see it on our social media in the upcoming weeks. And aside from that, it's never too early to start planning for walk and bike to school month in May. May is National Bike Month. And at the same time, we're also promoting any other pedestrian safety or bicycle events during that time. Uh, so we are accepting uh, any ideas or any schools that are interested in registering their walk to school or bike to school events. Uh, we have plenty of giveaways for them to uh, give to any students who are participating. And I also have a schedule of bike rodeos that are that is coming out with our friends at the Mobile Family Success Center. Uh, we've nailed down a few dates in the nearby municipalities and a schedule and uh, save the date will be coming out from them shortly too. So it's been it's been a pretty busy month since I've been back in January. <laughs> you really have been busy. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you got to take a breath there. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention the walking, the the school audits that you're doing, right? You're doing a couple of those this year, this spring? Yeah, I haven't had any on the calendar yet, but the, the goal this year is to revisit some of our recognition program winners uh, who have been gold recipients in the past. And we've done school travel plans with that. Highland Park has shown interest in revisiting and updating their their old school travel plan uh, because that was from, I'd say, five years ago now. So uh, it, the, the document has, has served its purpose. So what we want to do is uh, see what's been done. I know that Highland Park has received uh, some safe routes to school and other transportation infrastructure money since then. So there have been improvements made to the uh, areas and recommendations that were listed uh, in their previous school travel plans. We want to go back there. We want to see what's working and what's not working and maybe a few areas that may need attention since those uh, other areas have, I don't want to say they've been repaired, but uh, infrastructure improvements have been made. Uh, so we want to go back and, and see what else can be done in town. Um, so Highland Park is on the list and uh, I've had talks with other nearby communities that that have that are interested in in taking a similar approach to and planning approach to what their infrastructure is like for schools. Um, Arlene, you and I have done a quick assessment in a nearby community in Denellen. So we uh, are working with Faber Elementary School. uh, And thankfully enough, the day we set out there, we didn't really schedule anything and we thought it was going to be pretty informal. (laughs) But uh, when we visited the school, the school principal met us <laughs> and was able to to give us his ideas. And it worked out perfectly once we presented those to um, the the mayor's safety task force. But Arlene, I don't want to steal too much of your thunder for that, that part of the conversation. Topic. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's to come. But yes, we are working with Danellen and the mayor's uh, traffic and pedestrian safety 
task force on improving uh, bicycle and pedestrian safety within their community and along Farber Elementary. So within the next few months, we will be hopefully doing a a traffic calming project within the borough. So stay tuned for that as well. And it's a lot of fun going out and doing these assessments with people, especially people who who live uh, in in those towns or boroughs, because you know we may think we know something about a street corner or intersection, uh, but then they can tell us a whole different story. And what was nice was that there were crossing guards out because we were there around dismissal time. And crossing guards, if you ever have a moment to talk to them, they always have the most interesting stories. Some <laughs> a little bit dangerous, and and uh, <laughs> but aside from that, they they always have you know great things to tell us and, and insightful things about what's happening with the local traffic and. Um, even in my town, uh, one of the local council people had, had mentioned during their last meeting that the traffic has gotten so bad in our town or that driver behaviors have um, have been so threatening in a way. And, mm-hmm. and the culture around driving has been a little scary. So just want to also remind our, our motorists and drivers to take it easy out there. And we're all just trying to get to where we're trying to go. Um, it's true. And no matter whether you drive or you walk, we're all pedestrians at some point. You got to park your car and walk into the restaurant or the shopping center. So we're all pedestrians. So anything else you want to share, Chris? No, I mean, not that you haven't shared enough. (laughs) I know I've done babbling. If anyone listening is interested in any of these programs and want to keep Chris and Arlene even busier, we will make sure that we have all of the links at the end of the episode as well. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) And we will also give a shout out to um, donors and uh, for the bicycles and um, all that other information. If you want to donate bikes, you can always contact KMM and we can point you in in the right direction or we could just take it and donate it on your behalf. A great segue to you, Christina, because um, I believe International Bike to Work Day is upon us. Yes. You want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. So um, International Bike to Work Day is this Friday, February 10th. Lucky for everyone on the East Coast, the temperature this week is going to be milder than normal. Um, So we won't have to worry about biking in the snow. If those (laughs) do bike to uh, work, you won't have to bike in the snow. I believe the temperature this Friday should be mild, mild enough that all you'll need is maybe just a hat and gloves um, and a light winter coat. Uh, so what we'd like to, what we're doing this year is just a fun little um, social media promotion. We are posting on our um, social handles, just um, little stories, little photos. Uh, we encourage everyone who's also biking to work uh, to do the same. You can email us, uh, you can post it on our social accounts and tag us at Keep Middlesex Moving, and we will make sure that we reshare it all day on Friday. Um, I know I know it's not easy to bike to work and it can be difficult for some. So if we can highlight the the positivity around it, it's a win win for us. So um, please look on our social media sites for links. We take stories, we take photos, videos. You'll see that later on this afternoon, we are featuring our very own Chris <laughs> on his bicycle. Thank you, Chris, for the video. The more photos we get, the better. We'll share them throughout. Like I said, we'll share them throughout Friday, and then we'll also share them throughout the coming months as well. That sounds like a fun 
little event that we're going to be having on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. have to get on a, on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be working from home on Friday, but I will be riding my bike into town uh, for a quick cup of coffee. So I hope that'll count if I bring my phone with me <laughs> <laughs> and check email when I get to the, to the coffee yes. shop. Um, but I also wanted to share, we are working on a conference that is scheduled for March 7th. Uh, right. We are working with the Middlesex Chamber of Commerce. The conference is called Mobili- Mobility for All Conference, Safe, Sustainable, and Equitable Transportation. It will be from uh, 8 a.m. to noon. It will be located at the Professional Conference Center in Piscataway. Uh, we just started promoting it now. There will be a link on all of our social channels and also at the end of the podcast to register. Uh, and we will be working with some very some very impactful leaders and experts uh, in the fields of mobility, uh, sustainable transportation, equity. Um, and we're also going to have a panel that is focusing on Vision Zero. We have Assemblyman Dan Benson and uh, Ryan Sharp from Hoboken uh, talking about Vision Zero, not only from a state perspective, but from a local perspective and how, you know, Hoboken was able to implement the Vision Zero program and have a successful Vision Zero, zero deaths for the past, right. I believe, two years. And um, Assemblyman Benson was one of the sponsors of the bill. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'll be able to give us a broad um, overview of, of what the state's approach is and, and what we can see down the pipeline. Um, and then we have Karen Alexander from NJ uh, from NJ Tip. She was a guest on one of our podcasts not too long ago. She's from the Voorhees Transportation Center. She will be talking about um, equitable uh, mobility. Um, we also have um, Dave Lustberger from Arterial. Uh, they're located up in North Jersey. He'll be also joined by Mayor Jason Salento, who's from Denellen. Um, and they'll be talking about uh, putting together safety, sustainability, and equity in one shot and, and what that looks like uh, on a municipal level. And then we also have Erin Hill from New Jersey Transit. She will be on hand to talk about the um, the electric fleet that New Jersey Transit is implementing. And we also have Professor Wang from Rutgers University. He is a civil and environmental engineer. He has created pavement that can electrify a vehicle. And so we are going to be hearing from him. So we have That's a- going to be really interesting because as we know, uh, EV usage is up. And um, one of the big concerns is charging stations right now. There's never mm-hmm. enough. So it'll be interesting to hear what a uh, professor has to say about pavement charging. We're, we're taking registrations now. Like I said, we are uh, running this program in conjunction with uh, the Chamber of Commerce. So the links to register um, will be provided um, on our social handles, on our website, and at the end of this podcast as well. Um, and we're really looking forward to it. So we hope that everybody, in, and this is open to all municipalities throughout New Jersey, not just Middlesex County. So we encourage everyone to to come. It's a half day and it will be a lot of fun. And I'll yes, be there. If, yeah, absolutely. Oh, actually, we'll be moderating. I may help you, Chris. I'm not going to leave you hanging in the wind by yourself, but um, <laughs> it's it's definitely going to be an interesting day for anybody who's a, a planner, community organizers, Vision Zero advocates, 
sustainable transportation bike pet advocates this is for you so if you know somebody who might benefit from this half day conference please again refer them to our social media handles we will be promoting it and again it will be held on march 7 2023 from 8 a.m to 12 noon in piscataway yep yep so um we hope we get you we hope everyone can join us yes and um Looking ahead to other Mobility Matters podcast episodes, I believe we have some interviews uh, between our executive director and um, municipal um, elected officials. Correct, Christina? We do. We do. We um, we have we actually our next uh, podcast, the next drop should be um, at the end of February. And it's with Avnish Gupta, who runs the Easy Ride program up in North Jersey for seniors. So that will be very interesting to see. Um, they've, I believe now they have more than, they're providing more than 5,000 rides a month to seniors. Yes, um, that's for the Ride for Life program. Yes, yes. So um, we'll have them, we'll have Avnish at the end of, of February. And then we also, I believe we're going to have um, South Amboy and we have North Brunswick coming up in the coming months as well. Those still need to be finalized and scheduled but and mayor cormick from woodbridge so all right. all exciting podcasts coming up between now yes. and the end of our season which i can't even believe we have six already underneath us and <laughs> it uh it flies by but it's it it's, really it's does great. it's been a lot of fun <laughs> it has been it has been i hope our listeners think it's fun too <laughs> yeah <laughs> well we've had some great episodes and a lot of good guests Mm -hmm. Um, so just, you know, a lot has been going on here at KMM and a lot will continue to occur in the coming months, as Chris just mentioned, and the, the conference as well. So stay tuned. If you're not following us on our social media accounts, please do so. There you will find all the information on upcoming podcasts, the conference, bike to work, walking bike to school day, and everything else that we're doing <laughs> <laughs> exactly so, well thank you arlene it was great talking you. with you yes thanks everyone take care until our next episode funded by the north jersey transportation planning authority and the federal highway administration